Bakugo panted heavily while he removed his grenadier braces, wiping the sweat from his brow. He dropped his braces with a clunk, the sound echoing in the training room before he peered up at the targets, inspecting his handiwork. Three. Out of ten targets, three got away, still standing by the wall and survived all manner of incineration. He scoffed, growling under his breath. This training business, though useful in some form, wasn't field work. The thought of interning for one of the largest hero agencies in Musatafu was a surprise to him when Todoroki invited him, but he grew impatient. He expected more, so he could improve and evolve, utilizing his quirk further than UA had given him. However, after Burnin's self-proclamation about their potential, it only added more fuel to his fire. No pun intended. Bakugo's breath lessened as soon as he caught it. He dusted his arms before he picked up his braces, ready to try again, and contemplating on his techniques until movement by the large doors caught his eye. While slipping on one of his braces again, he spotted you, approaching one of the water dispensers in the hallway, filling your bottle. Every now and then, Bakugo would take stock of who was present at the agency, whether sidekick or intern, or otherwise, for that matter. He would observe these significant things in each person. Their quirk, how they interacted with others, how they carried themselves, and out of most of them, you piqued his interest. You weren't the strongest, or the brashest, or the loudest. They were easy to read. Instead, you kept to yourself most of the time. Anytime you interacted with others, whether with the sidekick Kido, who you interned under, or with other fellows, you looked as if you were juggling, as if you were multitasking, being present with others while focusing on something within yourself. He couldn't describe it. Out of all of the interns, at least, he hadn't figured out your quirk. As soon as you filled your bottle, you took a large swig of it before you pulled it away from your lips, spraying yourself with some of the water all over your face. You had been training in the adjacent room, and you needed to quench your thirst and cool off. Kira's last words still stuck in your mind about control and situational assessment, Things that you needed to keep in mind and practice. You hummed from the refreshing chill that came with drenching yourself, shaking your head from any residual moisture on your skin. In exhaustion, your eyes peeked into the training room Bakugo inhabited, spotting him attach both his braces on. You waved languidly, only to be met by a scowl on his face. Grumpy, aren't you? You quipped, Bakugo's brows furrowed, still staring at you from inside the room while you leaned against the door's frame. How's your day going? You took another sip from your bottle, before Bakugo's eyes looked away from you, now focused at the three targets left in the room. Fine. He replied, short and abrupt. He hoped that was enough to give you a hint.
Target practice? He growled under his breath, his lips curling into a sneer before his eyes glanced your way. <sighs> Can't you see I'm busy? His response didn't faze you much. Rude and abrupt. That you expected as much from the reputation he built on himself, but he hadn't yet threatened you or made any attempts to push you out. At least not yet. Suddenly, the craziest thought crossed your mind while you watched him readying himself. You decided to walk into the room, placing your bottle by the furthest wall, and began to approach the explosive hero in training. Bakugo noticed this, his body relaxing only a little, yet his scowl was still present with a flicker of frustration in his red eyes behind his mask. Despite that, this was an opportunity to learn more about you, one of the few he had yet to figure out. <sighs> what do you want, extra? He snarled, observing you stretching your arms above your head from afar. Ugh, you don't mind if I sit in and watch? You asked. I just finished my training quota for today, and with nothing on the agenda right now- I'm not a matinee show! Bakugo abruptly interrupted. Either you're going to be useful to me, or you can get your ass out of here. Again, you expected as much, but he gave you a choice. You heard much worse things from secondhand observations, judgments, and opinions about him, and so far he hadn't lived up to those. Much to your relief, and your curiosity. So, if you refuse me to watch the winner of the sports festival, are you okay to have a training partner instead? You offered taking Bakugo's attention away from the remaining targets. He deeply growled when he heard you speak of the festival. It was still a cop-out in his mind, but it was your offer that both interested and frustrated him. The hell? He exclaimed. You think I want a partner? You shrugged your shoulders while you walked up to him tugging at your gloves and tapping your boots. Well, if anything, I'd like to know what it's like to face against the first place winner. If you'll have me. The term left a sour taste in Bakugo's mouth. He didn't officially win, but that opportunity of his did present itself. He watched as you hopped on your feet with a skip in your step, except he knew that was one thing he noticed about you already. There was something light about your footwork, whether it was intentional or not. It's what frustrated him the most. Why were you always on your feet? He reluctantly nodded towards the training room without a word, a sign of his approval, you thought, while you made your way past him. That was easy, you continued to think while you jogged towards the targets. That was too easy. You thought before the sound of fizzling caught your ear. Suddenly a bright flash of light and heat rushed towards you, the explosive power of Bakugo's blast taking flight. 
your feet stumbled backwards while you attempted to catch yourself, feeling the heat push against you before you rolled away. The crash of Bakugo's blast shook the room, its aftermath leaving charred pieces of the wall in its wake. You inspected the wall, eyeing the circumference of the blast's damage and taking stock of the power Bakugo wielded before you turned back to him, his hand outstretched with it smoldering with smoke. I wasn't ready! You called, standing on your feet and dusting yourself. That's a cheap shot! Villains don't wait for you! He warned. He spat those words from his lips before he rushed towards you, propelling himself with his quirk. You stood while you stared at his oncoming attack. In one swift movement, to his surprise, you ran away from him, heading towards the targets lined up in the room. Wrong move, dumbass! He yelled in mid-movement, shooting a blast. The heat returned, the rush of it nipping at your heels while you focused on reaching one of his intact targets. You felt your boots lighten before you grabbed a hold of the target, taking a step towards the wall and utilizing your momentum to throw you up into the air. Bakugo's blast exploded below you, incinerating the target into ashes, the shock of it hitting you mid-air. Your body twisted and turned before your feet landed on the solid surface of the ceiling, with a deep reverberated boom resounding from your landing. Bakugo looked up, finding that your feet were indeed planted above, as if you treated the ceiling like solid ground. You stood shaking your head from the aftershock, turning your gaze towards Bakugo below, or above from your point of view. Sometimes your quirk was confusing at times, but when you spotted the burnt remains of the target that once stood, Kido's words sprung to mind. Bakugo scoffed. So what is it? He brashly asked, pulling you out from your thoughts about your personal training lessons. What's what? You replied, walking along the ceiling. Your quirk. He simply replied while he still kept his eye on you. You're exactly like round face. You semi-chuckled at that response having no clue on what he was going on about. You continued to pace on the ceiling, concentrating on keeping your feet, well, grounded. <laughs> I, I have no clue who you're talking about. You were met with only another blast from his hands. Your feet took flight escaping his blast before you jumped towards the adjacent wall. Your body compensated for the jump, before you ensured your feet landed safely on its surface, another boom resounding from the landing. Now on one of four walls in the training room, you immediately took to wall running around the targets, feeling the continuous heat pelt behind you. Bakugo was relentless. Nothing less from the winner, you thought. 
eventually you spotted the second of targets that Bakugo had yet to destroy. Grabbing onto it like a fulcrum, the touch of your gloved hands causing a reverb to shake the mannequin-like target. Using your momentum, your body swung around it, returning your gravitational pull to the floor before you tore the mannequin from its place and threw it towards Bakugo. The makeshift target flew in the air before Bakugo easily disposed of it. His hand outstretched while the ash and debris flew past him in the explosion. He did not flinch from the assault. He continuously kept an eye on you while you stood on your feet, breath heavy. Bakugo wondered if you were exhausted from the physical exertion or the use of your quirk. That was something he'd had to find out after this session, unless he was able to figure that out sooner. You panted heavily, feeling some form of inertia from the ever-changing pulls of your quirk. If it wasn't for your earlier session with Kido, you may have been able to keep your exhaustion at bay. But the explosive power Bakugo harbored was something to behold. Were you getting in over your head? You straightened your shoulders, still panting while you kept your eye on Bakugo's steely and menacing gaze. <sighs> it's true. You spoke through bated breath. <sighs> no wonder you're first place. Stop saying that! He yelled angrily. I prefer to earn my titles. Huh? But didn't you? You practically lit the stage. There was a silent glare from Bakugo. You noticed that the both of you were at a standoff, and that you were in a not-so-strategic position against the range and ferocity of his quirk. Scanning the room, you spotted the last of the mannequins still standing, eyeing its frayed and slightly charred body not too far away. Half and half bastard just gave up. Your eyes trailed from the target onto Bakugo's, his glare behind his mask furrowing into a look you didn't expect. They softened somewhat. Bakugo's hand, though still outstretched, relaxed. He brought some of that guard down. He didn't let me test my metal against him, and he stole that from me. Your shoulders relaxed as soon as you noticed his doing so. But it wasn't the tone of his voice that made you flinch. It was the very words he spoke that caught your attention the most. His brief mention of villains? Well, news of his kidnapping wasn't a secret. And even though he received so many praises for his quirk, utility, and his prowess, he was... disappointed. Upset, even. Your impression of him, of this brash, rude, proud image he was well known for through hearsay, began to change in a short amount of time. You feel cheated. You deduced earning his hard stare, but also a quirk of his brow at your response. Like, 
Any chance you could grab a hold of slips through your fingers. A scoff escaped his throat. Somehow you recognized that look. That expression. Not too long ago, you treated Kido the same way. In fact, why were you here in the first place in the state you were in? What made you decide to go up against the first place of all people? No quirks. Started Bakugo, grabbing your attention immediately from your observational thoughts. Just one on one. The clang of his grenadier braces crashed on the floor before he readied in stance, waiting for you. His patience remarkably took you by surprise this time. No sudden moves, no ambushes. He just waited. The pull of your feet against the floor took all your strength before you shifted them in place yourself. There was no need to question him this time. That intense look in his eye was enough to tell all. Suddenly, he rushed towards you, pulling back his fist for a right hook before you fluidly stepped aside with a twirl. The nature of the brawl was just this. He attacked, and you evaded. At least for the most part, keeping yourself close to his person, your hands lightly hovered behind him, square on his back, while your footwork quickly maneuvered around him, wildly swinging every opportunity at you. Watching his movements and the intensity of his strikes struck a chord. You felt his frustrations, the need to be better, and the need to feel adequate. Kido's words struck again in your mind. Until the sight of Bakugo's fist came into clear view, his knuckles almost dusting your face. In a moment of panic, you hopped back, your body tripping and falling towards the floor, only for your inhibitions to release. Your feet hovered in the air, as did the rest of your body, against the momentum of your clumsy evasion. Now floating momentarily in the air for what felt like time stilled, you felt a large hand clutch onto your ankle, pulling you into a spin before being thrown towards the broken mannequins. The velocity caught you off guard, smashing into the last remaining mannequin standing, splintering its body before you readjusted your equilibrium. Your feet found their way onto the wall, landing with a thud before you gazed back at Bakugo through the splintered fractures of the target. His grimace pulled on his face. You figured he was displeased, but there was something else in that glint in his eye. Was he observing? Bakugo stared at you, mulling over through his deductive mind on your quirk. Although he wasn't impressed that you ended up using it, he concluded your exertion of it. You can't turn it off, he stated, while you still stood on the wall. With a push of your feet, you propelled yourself towards him, your equilibrium adjusting to the pulls on your body before you made contact. Your arms pushed against Bakugos while you floated before him. You could feel the sweat on your brow trickle on your skin. The amount of concentration to keep your body at this level of force was beginning to strain. And Bakugo saw this. 
The force of your weight suddenly shifted when he stepped aside, your arms grazing against his before your momentum propelled you forward. You couldn't stop. Your body levitated without your control while the momentum made you twist in the air, your face suddenly filled with panic. Your arms flailed ahead of you as if trying to grasp onto the air itself, until something pushed you to the ground with a thud. The resounding smack of your body stung, feeling a heavy weight across your back pinning you down. Though grateful that you didn't aimlessly float away, you noticed a large hand beside you. Realising that it was Bakugo pinned against you, his body weight spreading across yours. You felt his chest against your back, his breath heaving from the fight but also licking against the nape of your neck. Despite the training session, he ran hot against you. It was as if the air around you was warm. You tapped your hand against the floor, signalling surrender through your panting, trying to catch your breath in the heat of the moment. No pun intended. You were tired. For once, this was a relief from the constant need to keep your quirk in check. <sighs> you float, spoke a gruff voice in your ear, echoing the thoughts you had in your mind. You just float. <laughs> yeah... You slowly admitted. Keto had been helping me take more control utilizing it, but it's still an effort every day. Well, that explained Bakugo's first impression of you when he was sizing up all of his competitors. Your footwork, your step in your walk, your constant need to be on your toes. You're a little, like, round face. He commented in passing. <laughs> I still don't know who you're talking about, but this is nice not having to concentrate on staying upright for once. Bagago's brow furrowed at the comment, until he realized he still laid atop you, holding you down. There was no resistance at all while you laid below almost content. Well, you put up a good fight. He mumbled under his breath. Wouldn't have guessed that you had that much self-control. <laughs> Thank Newton for all of that. You smiled up at him, still feeling the burn in your lungs from all of your exertion. But you know, that's a lot coming from you. Uh -uh. Thanks for target practice, he murmured while he eyed the room. I don't need this room anymore. With that, the weight of him shifted from above, releasing you from your entrapment before you felt your body begin to float off the ground again. It snapped you out of your pleasant reverie. A surprised gasp escaped your lungs before Bakugo grabbed the collar of your outfit, pulling you upright. The momentum made your head spin a little, while your feet hovered ever so slightly from the ground. However, Bakugo's hand still gripped onto your collar, keeping you close. 
You overexerted yourself, you dumbass. He motioned while he pulled you around the room, grabbing his braces and packing them into his bag with you in tow. For someone who had a rotten reputation, you found some responsibility in his actions, despite how ridiculous this would have looked to any passerby. After packing and slinging his bag over his shoulder, Bakugo made his way towards the large doors, still holding onto your collar while you floated behind him, your legs suddenly drifting upwards from the momentum. You lightly wailed from the drift until you felt his hand release you, then immediately grab onto your wrist, pulling you down until you stood upright again while his large arms slung across your shoulders. Walking through the hallways of Endeavor's agency did not come with a few stares from others, considering what Bakugo was doing. You felt the weight of his arm ground you, your feet lightly touching the floor while you walked next to him. But to any stranger, you both would have looked like, You're going to tell me everything about your quirk. Bakugo demanded while you instinctively held onto his overhanging arm around your shoulders. How you operate, how you compensate, and how you're useful. As condescending as that sounded, he wasn't wrong about the usefulness of your quirk while you roamed the halls towards the locker rooms. No problem. You smiled warmly, thankful for his offer to help without any words. How well do you know physics? A small smirk appeared on Bakugo's lips at the mention of some intelligent conversation. You perked your eyes towards him before that smirk turned into a grin, his eyes drifting to your feet, grazing against the floor as best as they could. <clears throat> More than you know, Twinkletoes. A pout crossed your face before that cocky grin widened on his. You still questioned whether interrupting his session was a good thing, or an unintelligible mistake. Thank you for tuning in to another fanfiction reading. If you enjoy what I do, or would prefer to just fall asleep to my voice, boop the heart, click to follow, and also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mayday Voice. Audios will be uploaded onto Spotify after YouTube releases, so be sure to keep an ear out for any new content coming your way. Thank you for visiting. I hope to hear back from you soon, next time we meet.